Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hi guys, welcome to Cozy Pickers Podcast. My mommy Shan. Hey. My hey. sister Ari. Say hi, Ari. Hey. And I'm Anya. Let's go. Hey, this is Shan. Mama the girls, thank you for checking in. If this is your first time at Cozy Woman Podcast, welcome. It's a very random but frequently posted show. Enjoy what you can when you can. It's for new parents. Y'all are very welcome. It's for a second, third, or more time around parents too. And I did not forget those of you who aren't quite there yet, haven't had your first kid, but you're thinking about it and you're just curious on what it takes to go ahead and survive the kids that you may make. Cool. Since we're all here, let's get into today's episode. Hey parents, it's Chin. Just here to talk to you about what you need to know when it comes to child abductions. It's something very serious, something too common these days. You know, when it comes from like Amber Alerts, how many kids are, you know, around a certain area, how to keep track of your kids. Do do your kids know what to do? I know I did an episode about do your kids know what to do if they're lost, but do your kids know what to do if someone is trying to take them? You know, how many different types of abductions are there? I didn't know there were these many or they were labeled something or whatever but it's something good that all parents should know do you know how to effectively teach your kids good tips on how to uh, act within a child abduction do you know the proper steps to make sure that you effectively act after your child is abducted Things that parents do not want to think about, but at the same time, I don't like, and I've never liked, even before I had kids, the time frame that they give, like police officers give for you to find a kid. Like, it should never be 48 hours, okay? I don't care. For anyone missing, it should never be 48 hours. We have child abduction out here. We have sex trafficking. And they don't care how old a person is to sex traffic them. You have so many people just out here doing things spitefully to other people without a thought that you just don't want things to wait. Abduction by a family member. That could be during a divorce. um, People breaking up. A lot of people, when they break up with a child mother or custody battles, abduction may happen. You know, they may threaten to harm a child, custody disputes, parents not bringing a child back from a from visits at a designated time that they were court ordered. That can be classified as a child abduction. 
you know, parental abduction is child abuse because a child is not property. If you really have no legal rights to your child, for whatever reason, you know, it could be through, you know, domestic reasons, it could be through custody reasons, it could be just emotionally or mentally, you're not supposed to have a child at a certain time of the day or for whatever reason that's nobody's business but yours but you should follow the criteria of what your visit is parents do take kids out of the country illegally all the time international abductions are becoming more common especially now where you have a lot of parents that may be from a different country and come to the u.s and have a child that's a u.s citizen but they aren't Sometimes one parent may still be in a different country, and sometimes one parent may be here. People really do not ask for child IDs anywhere. The only time a child ID is probably used um, is when a child is missing or when a child is lost. But people really don't ask for child IDs. Traveling with my kids, I've known that I would either take their um, birth certificates with me um, I know when I went to Puerto Rico, I took that to identify them just in case anything happened. Um, when I was traveling with them when they were infants, that's something I would take just to be like, hey, this is my kid. But necessarily, you really don't need it. And parents need to know what their parental rights are. You know, you need to know what you are allowed to do. You know, there's a difference between a custodial parent, which is unmarried, When you're unmarried to the father, you're the birth mother, you have the child most of the time, a non-custodial parent, usually the unmarried father who may spend less time with the child, does that parent have, you know, legal visitation? Does that parent have legitimizing rights? In Georgia, if... You are not married to the child's mother, and um, even if your name is on the birth certificate, but you didn't go to court and legalize, like legitimize that child, you have no legal right to that child. I didn't know that, but I had to learn that through me going to court, you know, back and forth with Aria's dad, which is my two-year-old's dad. So if he, you know, does want to have visitation and um, some form of legal say, he would have to legitimize her and go to court and let's just get the visitation set up. So when you're a parent, you're just learning different things all the time, which is not a problem. But the reason I'm sharing that is because anyone out there, when it comes to mothers and fathers who really want to know what their rights are and really want to know where they stand and having a say in their child's lives, really get to know the state laws of where your child resides and what you can and you can't do. And you have to think about it like this. When your child is missing, the police are going to ask you questions that you feel like are unnecessary, but maybe necessary for the situation. They may ask you, does the other parent have anger issues? They may um, ask you, have you ever had any uh, arguments or disputes lately? Is there anyone that may try to harm you or your child? Have Do you have anyone that uh, really doesn't like you? Is there anyone in your past? 
Um, do you have any idea where your child would probably go or who would um, your child feel okay with leaving with? Things like that. Sometimes you're going to have to talk to your child to see, hey, if such and such came up to you and said this, would you go with them or would you wait and come tell me? You have to see where your child's mind is at. Not every child is mature enough to know what they should and they shouldn't do. Um, I think these are things that all parents need to think about. You know, what do you do about um, friends maybe feeling like they can tell your kids things and they'll automatically go with them and your child doesn't think. You have to understand that in the mind of a child, they can be easily convinced. But you have to have the discussions with your child to see, hey, these are the people that um, I'm okay with you leaving with. These are the people that I will never send to come pick you up. Don't ever get in a person's car. Don't ever do this. You know, if you have proof that um, an abduction could be done by someone, you need to tell an officer or investigator as soon as possible. When a child is kidnapped, it's like every minute is super important because you don't understand what can possibly happen to a child with somebody who is not in their right mind in a matter of minutes, hours. So you don't wanna wait the full 45 hours, I think. If you ever had to put a restraining order on someone, that person should be looked at. If you could remember any little detail, you need to remember detail. When you take your child to a park or a public setting or parties with other kids, you need to remember, take a picture of what your child is wearing. Always have a picture of your child on hand. Sometimes phones may not work if you lose your phone. Do you have a picture of your children in your car? Do you have a picture of your children in your wallet? I know your parents probably had pictures of you in the wallet. Now they don't make picture settings or parts in wallets anymore. But I usually keep their um, child... Well, Anya has a child ID. And I keep one of those in my car and in my wallet. Like, that's something you have to do. I know if your child is under five, they might not have one. Every state is different. I remember... I remember like yesterday when I was in second grade going to the library to go get my identikid ID done. I remember that. So now it's kind of like a lot of parents aren't thinking about the things that they should think about when it comes to what they what do they do if their child is missing. You know, make a save go-to people list for your child to get familiar with. Numbers, what phone number should they call? Who's their emergency contact? What first and last name should they know? Things like that. Like, that's very important. No one really wants their child to ever be missing, okay? Nobody wants a child abduction by a family member. Nobody (laughs) wants to think that the person that they're dating would take their child without them knowing. You have to think beyond the current situation. You know, when you're hiring, like, sitters did you check their background there's a reason why sitter city has background checks did you um ask a, you know their friends or family or anyone neighbor about them does that person have any references 
is your child um, being left alone with this person uh, an okay thing? I remember when Ari was infant size, I didn't want to send her to a daycare because I just felt like she was too small. With Anya, I never had to think about it because my mom was living with me and my mom babysat a whole bunch of kids in her lifetime. She's had her own childcare. She's worked at a childcare. She loves kids. So I never had to second guess, hmm, is my child okay? Even though throughout the day, I will call my mom because I don't want her ever to feel like, hey, I'm throwing my kid on you. Like, I really do want to know if both of them are okay. When I had to hire a sitter to come to my house to watch both of the girls, um, I would have Wi-Fi cameras in the house. It's so easy for you to keep tabs on your kids while they're in school. Even um, Anya's teacher, she's in kindergarten, but they have class dojo. Like, I can see Anya in her class. Her teacher can text me. I can go on the app and get pictures and, you know, talk back and forth about what's going on in the class. There's no big gap between the time that I drop my child off at school and the time that I go pick her up. Like, I'm always able to be in the know. Sometimes abductions can be by a complete stranger, but you have to have those discussions with your kids to see, hmm, would my child actually walk away with a stranger? For what reasons would my child walk away with a stranger? I always tell Anya, if somebody ever comes to you and be like, hey, your mom told me to pick you up so we can go here, no. No. I will never send somebody you don't know to come pick you up. You should never send a stranger to come pick up your child. I don't care if they know your 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 first and last name. No. I don't care if they know where you live. I don't care if they know your school. Think about if somebody was looking at me and watching me for three days. What would they list as, hey, I know X, Y, and Z. And if it's surface things and they really don't know details, then no. Like even to pick up my children from camp um, before and after school, you have to know a code and have an ID in order to pick them up. If you don't know that code and have an ID to identify yourself on a list of people to pick up, they're not letting you take them. And let's be real. A lot of schools are unsafe right now. Well, not right now, it's Saturday. But Monday, if I wanted to walk into Anya's school, let's say if I was running late, they won't even let me in until they ID me first on camera. And then you can't even walk into the school. You, the doors are automatically locked. You have to wait till they buzz you into the office and then buzz you out of the office to go into the main part. So some schools take um, precautions for intruders or people trying to walk into a school, and some schools don't. I don't know why they wouldn't, but you have to talk to your kids. You got to see what they're okay with. You got to see what they will take from strangers. I even tell Anya and Ari, when you go to the park and somebody offers your food, don't take it. When you go to the park and you see a kid with some food or a drink, don't take it. Come to me first. You don't drink from other kids. Like, I have to tell them all the time because my kids are foodies. Like, they love food. So that's something you should talk to your kids about. And you have to ask your child to agree not to go to places alone. Your child should never be going to a public bathroom by themselves. Not today, not in 2019. No, ma'am. No, sir.
explain to your child that it's okay to tell a person no if you don't like something it's okay to tell a person no thank you or you're making me uncomfortable and if a person ever puts their hands on you to scream at the top of your lungs scream if they try to hold your hand and they're holding you too tight and i did not say for them to hold your hand and i am not around you scream and you kick and you say you want your mom you want your mom help me somebody help me you want your mom you call as much attention to yourself as you can for people to be like hmm i don't think that's right i should go see why this person is taking this child hmm i should check to see what's going on you have to set the expectations for your child on what they need to do so they can move around um you know in more confidence there's definitely a way for your child to feel confident in being alone by themselves. This is not about, you know, making your child fear people. This is about encouraging your child to play safe, be safe, and be aware of their surroundings. A lot of kids are outside and not aware of their surroundings, which is why I refuse to get my five-year-old a cell phone. I refuse to get her a cell phone when she's eight. I refuse to get her a cell phone when she's 10. Because I feel like when kids have cell phones, especially a lot of these apps like TikTok, I even get stuck watching TikTok at 5.30 a.m. when I'm supposed to be out in my bed getting ready and getting the girls ready. So when their eyes are in their phone, anybody can walk up to them. Anybody can grab them. They're not looking about like what's going on across the street. They're not looking around what's going on at the park. They're not looking around what's going on while I'm sitting here at this bus stop by myself. If you, when I leave in the morning, the bus stop for a lot of kids has no lights and it's pitch black. And there's kids standing at a curb waiting for a school bus. I do not like that. I will never have my child wait at a school bus stop. I don't care how many kids are out there by themselves in the dark waiting for a school bus. Are you crazy? And Georgia has a lot of bus stops that are like that. I think it should be mandatory. If this is a public school bus stop or private school bus stop for children of all ages, you must have lots of bright lights here so they can see you can't see nothing at that bus stop it's very dangerous and i don't know school systems have to do something about that because that makes no sense and i've been wanting to write to somebody or inform somebody about that but that that makes no sense to me why that bus stop is so dark um another thing i had to vent because that really made me upset Remind your children that they shouldn't always believe what people tell them. My five-year-old is very gullible. You could tell her the moon is pink on Tuesdays. And she'd be like, okay, did you know the moon is pink on Tuesdays? So I really have to talk to her about knowing what to do. Knowing that she should make her own decisions. Knowing how to decipher if someone's truth is truth or it's a lie is a lie. And promise your children that... They can call you at any time, day or night. They can call you when they don't feel good. They could call you when they're worried. Not to make them feel like, oh, I can't make no decisions on my own, but just so you know that you're available to them. Never send a stranger to do anything for your kid, okay? And make sure they're aware 
of what's going on. Make sure they have a plan if they're missing. Make sure you have a plan on if they're missing or who's your go-to people to go pick them up because when anything is going on with my children and it's not good or they feel sick or um, I'm at work and I'm not really you know, able to predict a situation and it happens, my mind is flustered. And a lot of parents' minds get flustered. I can only imagine if their child is missing. When Aria goes behind a rack in the store, my heart is pumping until I can hear her, see her feet, or see her. When Anya is in the store and I can't see her, or I'm in the aisle too long and I have to go around and find her, I'm upset, not because she's running away from me. I'm upset because my mind goes so left within one minute of what's going on around that corner that I can't see. What if she's not here where I thought she was? And when I go into Barnes & Noble with Aria, her thing is to look at books for a while, I read a few stories, then I'll start walking around the store. She lets go and she runs. And I automatically tell the people at the store, if you see a little girl with such and such in her hair and this on, do not let her out the store with anybody. I'm looking for her. She's in the store. And I'll continue to keep calling her name. I'll continue to keep calling her name until I find her. You have to be able to identify your child without looking directly at your kid. You have to be able to know the personality of your child before you go out in public with your kid that's able to walk around, talk to people, touch things. Because if you don't, you're going to run into a possibility that an abduction can happen and you are clueless about what to do first. Okay? Get your child ID card. Know what your child puts on when you take them in public. When you take them to parks, put them in specific bright colors. Have something on them with their name and your phone number that they know where it is. Sometimes if you have to write their name in the sleeve of their coat and they pull out their sleeve and they can see your phone number and and their name, that could be something. Because when people look at coats on kids, sometimes they just write it in the collar. That's obvious. But if somebody kidnapped them, they'll see their name in the collar and they'll be like, okay, yeah, this is my um my niece, such and such and such and such. Oh, really? But if your child knows, hey, I don't know this person, something doesn't feel right. I know my mom writes her number in the sleeve of my coat. When I'm alone, I'll just take out my coat. And when I get a chance, tell somebody, hey, I'm lost. I don't know where I am. I don't know this person. This is my mom's number. Can you call her? Look how much help that is. I know they have like number tattoos for kids. Uh, They're not real tattoos, but you could put them on your kids. They have bracelets, but my children don't like to wear jewelry. So that's not an option for me. Um, Watches is not an option for me. Necklace with my number on it is not an option for me. Uh, They take off everything when they're comfortable. So I have to be a bit more smart about what I do. But... That's my jits for um, child abductions. Please talk to your kids. Make sure they know your number, where you live. Um, They know what to do if they don't feel comfortable with people. All of that is important. All of that is important. Know your state rights. Know what numbers you need to call if your child is lost. 
understand where your child's documentation is as far as their birth certificate, passport, um, good recent pictures of what they look like, um, know where they were last seen with you, uh, and know some possible places that they like that someone would probably come visit and take them to ice cream shops, playgrounds, um, what else, uh, places like Catch It Air where they like to go have fun where somebody might tell them that they take them. Know what um, closed highways are near. Just know what you need to know about your kids to prevent any type of child abduction from happening. Know people that hmm, you didn't have the best pass with that could possibly befriend your kid and take them. I don't want this to happen to anybody's kid, but it does happen. That's the reality. We just have to prepare for it as parents. Thanks for listening. I have a question I ask you. So what if we were like out at a park, right? And I was like sitting down on another side of the park and somebody came up to you that you never seen before. And they say, hey, Anya. Uh, your mom told me to take you to my car to go see a puppy. What do you do? Um, you say no. Why do you say no? Because sometimes they can they can take away you. Okay. Wait, Ari. Wait, Ari. All right. Somebody. Somebody. What if somebody comes up to you that you've seen with me one time, but you haven't really talked to them or you went anywhere with them, and they say, "Hey, Anya." Um, and they come to your school and they say, your mom told me to pick you up from school and take you to her. Come with me. What do you say? Yes. Why do you say yes? Because, um, because, um. Because what? Why would you say yes to them? Even if you've seen them before, if I don't tell you, hey. Such and such is going to pick you up today from school. You don't go. Huh? You say, can you call my mom right now on the phone so I can ask her first? Yeah. That's what you tell them, okay? Even if you Wait, hurry. Even if you've seen somebody with me before and they come to your school and they try to pick you up, you say, can you call my mom first so I can ask her to make sure. Do you hear me? You don't leave with them. And if, um, like, the only person I would probably send to your school to pick you up would be Richie or Chrissy or Gigi. Kiki? No, Kiki's not on the list. But Kiki's okay. Kiki's a friend of ours, but I wouldn't send her to go pick you up from school. But those are the people that would pick you up from school. Okay? Also, if somebody had a cute puppy, right? And it was like, you want to feed, you want to feed my puppy? Come with me, and now we can feed my puppy. What do you do? You ask mommy first. Right. You don't leave with them. What if you went to the bathroom, um, and I was waiting for you outside, and somebody came into the bathroom while you're using the bathroom? What do you do? Uh, say... You can tell me you don't know. I don't know. So, if I was using the toilet and somebody came into the bathroom and I didn't know them, I'd say, excuse me, I'm using the bathroom. And if they wouldn't get out, I would scream at the top of my lungs. Help, help, help me, please, please, please help me. 
Because you don't know what somebody's going to do. Sometimes people walk around with knives. Some people people walk around with guns to try to hurt you. Sometimes they'll just like hit you or choke you and hurt you. So you have to scream if you feel uncomfortable. If somebody if somebody walks up to you and then they try to lift you up, what do you do? Uh, I don't know. You got to scream, Anya. You got to No, I'm serious. Look at me. You have to scream and kick because a lot of people try to pick pe- kids up that they don't know and they try to sell them to other people and you'll never come back home. So you have to kick and scream. You have to try to bite people that try to take you. You have to try to get other people's attention so they could come help you. Scream. And you scream and you say, help, help. Somebody's trying to take me. Help. Somebody's trying to take me. That's what you say. You understand? Same thing. If Look, look. If you was at a park and you was playing and they weren't trying to take you and they were trying to take Ari, you scream for Ari, okay? You scream for help. Somebody's trying to take my sister. Help, help. Well, if you don't see me, you can't tell me nothing. So you have to scream for somebody else to help you. All right? You older than Ari and you... Oh, I got a good idea. What? Call the police. But you don't have no phone, though. I use cell phone. I'm not giving you a cell phone. Stop trying to swindle me for a cell phone. I'm just saying, like, you're Ari's older sister. or somebody trying to take Ari, I need for you to scream for Ari. And try to hit them and kick them. You hear me? And you tell Ari to scream. Okay. Scream. And kick and bite. That's the only time you kick and you bite and you hit somebody. Is when they're trying to take you. Okay? You don't let Ari go with nobody you don't know. Mm-hmm. Alright? Only Chrissy? Chrissy, Gigi... And Richie is okay, but you don't go with anybody else. Bye. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.